You are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2022 Michigan Conference Camp Meeting held at Cedar Lake, Michigan. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. So Almighty God, we are grateful for who you are. I am thankful for the gift of life. My friends are as well. We, we praise you for that. We thank you for this camp meeting and so many hands and hearts and uh, dreams and preparations that have gone into this week. And so we're grateful that you're moving and your Holy Spirit is, is uh, at work. And so one of those places that's at work is those of us who are followers of you, trying to walk with others through uh, times in their lives where they need not only your help, but also the help of fellow human beings walking with them. And so thank you for uh, the opportunity we have today to be able to uh, talk about just what it, what it looks like to see some of these things come to their church and even just what some leadership training looks like in walking with others. So thank you for this opportunity. We love you and uh, give you the glory for this in the name of Jesus that everybody said. Amen. All right. Come on in. So the first thing I'll say, if you are new today, um, welcome. And Gail Mitchell for Family Ministries, she asks that you'll fill out, basically, if you'd like to have emails on any of these topics. So she wants, I'm going to send that one around. I'm also going to then, in a little bit, send around one I have personally, just with some contact information for me to follow up with you, um, more or less, thank you for coming, and if you have any questions, that kind of thing, after the week. So, so maybe how I'll do that is put it underneath the clipboard, and then you can just work with both of those, okay? Fantastic. You both did it yesterday, so it really would just be you two. Thank you. Great. Yes, the two of you right here. Thank you. Okay. So... I guess I'll start with, um, this is just a review, but for people that can't see it on the wall, um, who are listening later on, um, I have a banner that just has the Divorce Care, www.divorcecare.org, and that's for anyone going through separation or divorce, that's where you can register, you can punch in your zip code to find out the closest group happening in your area. I would also say, want to highlight uh, where I live, the Boyne City Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are doing it with zip code 49712. And we, Chelsea Granger, is helping me, Daryl Michael, um, facilitate that group. And why I highlight that is you can participate from anywhere you want because we do it in person and simultaneously via Google Meet using microphones and all of that so that people can participate from anywhere at the same time. So... Um, and my contact info, Daryl Michael, is D-A-R-Y-L-M-I-C-H-A-E-L uh, -E at gmail.com and then the number 231-675-7570. And then finally, there's a marriage crisis intervention tool. So I'm really just focusing on leadership training-wise, two tools. Divorce care is one of those. And then the other one is what's called choosing wisely before you divorce. And that website is www.beforeyoudivorce.com. Org. So it's shorter. Instead of 13 videos uh, for divorce care, it's five videos um, and then a downloadable PDF workbook for the uh, before you divorce materials. And that really is marriage crisis intervention tool. 
let's just say uh, there's opportunity, even if only one of the partners are willing to watch those videos, it can be really helpful to just help the process, okay? So, that's just a quick overview. Today what we're gonna do is, we're gonna get the chance to just kinda watch, you know, Steve Grissom, he's the founder of Divorce Care. Um, he's someone who, going way back, I, I don't remember if it's 25, 30 years that this organization has been in, uh, in existence, but a long time. But when he was going through divorce, he uh, sought some sort of materials to help him and he learned that there wasn't any and so God put it on his heart to start this whole concept of um, walking with others and after he went through divorce and you know um, God put it on his heart to actually leave his job and to begin this whole Christian nonprofit for the sake of church initiative for the sake of walking with others divorce care etc so I'm praising the Lord for that because it was a lifeline for me both when I was separated and then again when I was divorced, okay? So, but what I'd love to do is just show you, these are short leadership training videos. Again, they're, they're slightly dated. They're 2012 because they're in DVD format. The current updated materials, uh, they're shorter videos, three, anywhere from two minutes to five minutes, and they're all online now. So, um, that's something if, if your church would decide, and again, for those that might be listening to just this session, if your church would decide to host Divorce Care, you would contact Church Initiative. They have ministry coaches that walk you through it. And uh, I think it's just at $360 for the kit. Does that sound right to you? Yes. Okay. Okay, I wasn't sure if that it was the same price. And so you get the DVD set, you get a couple leader guides, you get five of the participant workbooks. Um, and then all, that it, all, all of the advantage of, if anyone ever searches for divorce care or recovery or whatnot, it's the primary thing that comes up on your, on your searches. So, and all of, all of the details for your group is on their website. And, and they have coaches at any time you or if someone in your church wanted to be able to do it, then feel free to call. Like you'd have a ministry coach between probably uh, eight and five Eastern Standard Time kind of a thing. But what I'd love to do is just give you, a, these aren't long videos, they're 10 minute, a 13 minute and a 10 minute. We'll watch one, we'll discuss a little bit, um, and we'll probably even have time this week to watch you know, one of interest that you would have from the Choosing Wisely Before You Divorce, just to get a taste, and then also Divorce Care. I'll have it be one that the last uh, our seminar doesn't watch, so we'll we'll have a time to watch one of the you know one of the anger or fears and anxiety, family and friends conflict, just to give you a sense of what do these materials look like, you know, and have a have a full on taste of that. So, first thing we'll do though is leadership training video number one, ten minutes, and then we'll we'll uh, discuss after that. Okay, so let me put that in. Any questions while that's loading? And I do want to highlight super excited Sharon's here with us. And um, she went through divorce care, but then also has a heart, like y'all do, of her church doing this. So she's approached her board and... Um, go ahead. Sharon says, we're, we're getting there. So it's a process. It takes time. Um, 
So that's really, really cool. That, but that's so important because you want your leadership team on board with this as far as your, you know, your church board so that then they're praying about it, preparing for it, and then also there might be others that will join you on your leadership team to be able to help. There you go. So super excited about that. So Boyne City right now, potential Holland, Seventh-day Adventist churches. Who knows in the future? It could be more and more and more, Lord willing. So, All right, so here we go. Leader training video. Right now it says that there's one, but you're going to see there's three. Okay, we're going to start with just, again, what is divorce care? And I'll talk a little bit about that, okay? Hi, and welcome. My goal is to get you ready to lead your divorce care group as quickly as possible. So let's jump right in. We'll start by answering the question, what is divorce care? Divorce Care is a video-based support group program. It's for people who are separated and those who have been through divorce. Let's look quickly at both categories. If you are new to divorce ministry, you might wonder why we include separated people in the Divorce Care group. Well, there are two important reasons. First, most of them are facing the same kind of challenges experienced by already divorced people. Topics like loneliness, anger, depression, and kid care are essential at any point in the marriage crisis. The second reason is that divorce care places a strong emphasis on the advantages and wisdom of reconciliation. We've heard many incredible stories of separated people who were able to restore their marriages using the concepts they learned in divorce care. Make sure that you let separated people know that they are welcome. Your group will obviously also draw people who are already divorced. Some of them will be newly divorced. The they will be emotionally expanded. Yeah, then, of course, there will be a lifeline. Don't be surprised, however, how people who have been divorced for years show up at your group as well. Likely come to the realization they've not fully healed from the breakup of their marriage. They too will find help and healing through divorce care. The next thing you need to know is how we've structured the divorce care program. So let's start with the basics. Divorce care is a 13 session course. Typically, your divorce care groups will meet weekly. Each weekly divorce care session is comprised of three essential components. The first component is the video that you will show at each divorce care meeting. This video features interviews with leading Christian experts and the powerful personal stories of people who have been through divorce. On location settings, dramatization, computer graphics, and other elements help keep the video interesting to watch and assist your group members in retaining the information they are viewing. The second key component of the divorce care program is group discussion. After viewing the weekly video as a group, you and your team will lead participants in a conversation about the material they've just viewed. This small group time builds community and helps group members realize that they are not alone. It also gives them an opportunity to share their feelings and experiences related to the content of the video. The discussion time, however, should not be seen as an opportunity for you to teach the group. 
teaching is done primarily by the experts on the video. The third component of a successful divorce care program is the participant's workbook. Each of your group members needs a personal copy for use during the sessions and for between session study. The workbooks contain outlines to help your group members take notes as they watch the videos. The outlines emphasize the key points and help participants retain the information so that they can refer to it later. These workbooks also contain daily Bible study and journaling exercises that we call On My Own. This material takes participants deeper into the stories of the people they meet in the videos. Plus, it encourages group members to apply biblical principles to their separation or divorce circumstances. So always keep this three-component design at the top of your mind. The videos, the group discussion, and the workbook. You need the combination of these three distinct tools for a successful group. Make sure that each group member gets the full experience, the instruction found on the videos, the interaction that comes with group discussion, and the introspection that comes as your group members interact with their workbook between sessions. I'd like now to stretch your vision a bit. Divorce Care has the potential to be a very significant ministry offering within your church. May have already caught the vision I'm about to paint, however, or you may find these ideas ignite an even deeper passion for this ministry within you. In any case, my goal is to challenge you to think big. First, I'd like you to think of divorce care as an always open, always available program. Please, now don't panic. I don't mean that you have to be on call 24-7. What I'm wanting to stress is that your church becomes known as a place that separated and divorced people can turn to as soon as they learn of your group or at the point they become internally aware of their need for help. So how does this play out? We'd like to challenge you to think of your group as an ER for separation and divorce. People who are physically hurt or sick know where to turn for help. The ER is geared to help them when the need arises. You don't have to make an appointment and wait weeks or months to see a doctor. The doors to the ER are always open for the sick and hurting. Now, as you may know, many separated and divorced people in your community are hurting deeply. They're in a crisis and they need your help. Now remember, we're speaking metaphorically here. You're not leading a round-the-clock separation and divorce ministry. So with that in mind, what does a divorce care ER look like? It starts by meeting regularly. Does that mean we're asking you to hold groups 52 weeks a year? No, you will need to build in breaks to recharge your leaders. But if your vision is limited to offering a single 13-week divorce care session in the next year, you're missing bigger vision and bigger opportunity. By having a group that offers multiple 13-week cycles throughout a year, your church will become known as a place that offers help and hope for separated and divorced people. We also believe that each session of your divorce care group should remain open that means that a person can join at any point during the 13-week cycle. They'll get immediate help and encouragement, no 
matter when they start, and they will be able to pick up the material they missed when your next 13-week cycle begins. Now, I'll be honest, it's tempting to close your group when you sense your group is bonding, but doing so locks the door of your ER so that the person wanting help just can't get it. It also denies your group members the opportunity to minister to a newly arrived and perhaps deeply hurting person. Remember, your participants grow as they help others. So, think of your group as an ER. It's open throughout the year, and it's open at whatever point a person wants to begin attending. There's another important way I'd like to stretch your vision. I want you to think of divorce care as a resource that reaches far beyond your church to connect with divorced and separated people throughout your community. Said another way, this program can become a powerful outreach tool for your church. Right now you might be seeing divorce care as a great tool to help those within your church who are separated and divorced. Now that's okay, it's a great place to get started. Once you are underway, you can begin to build your group with a bigger vision in mind. In our culture, divorce is pervasive. The pain that accompanies it is deep. Divorce care, we've come to understand that hurting people, even those with no spiritual foundation whatsoever, or those who have been away from the church for a long time, willing to turn to a church for help when they've reached the end of their internal resources. A wonderful opportunity to meet them in their pain, to offer practical help, encouragement, and the hope that comes through knowing and walking with Jesus Christ. Because of the significant outreach potential of divorce care, we want you to be sure to share this vision with your pastor and your church leader. Ask them to help communicate the potential of your divorce care program to the rest of the church. Also become familiar with the many emotional tools we've provided you to help you spread the word throughout your community about your divorce care group. That's it for part one of the leader training video. If you have a team watching with you, or even if you're watching alone, take a few moments to discuss or think through the answers to leader video discussion questions found in your leader guide. In our next video segment, we'll issue to the eight success tips every leader needs to know. See you then. Okay. So those that are listening to the audio in the future, if a church signs up for divorcecare.org, that was version 3.0. Version 4.0, you'd be able to watch different training videos online. So I just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Any questions from what you just heard in the video? Any questions from what you heard so far? Or even in general, for those that are here for the first time, um, any questions about anything that could be on the wall? Or Sharon just asked the question of, well, stated it's important to have a co-leader. And then also, how does one identify a very good co-leader, someone who would char characteristically be someone that would be good? Um, a few of the things that come to my mind are, um, it is helpful if you've gone through it, but it's not a have to. And, and um, what I mean by that is if someone is um, compassionate and they're a good listener, um, tell me what that was like for you. Um, Open-ended questions to just draw things out of people. 
they would be a great leader, right? Um, so those kind of things, someone who um, probably is emotionally mature, mature in their walk with Christ, you see the bigger picture, you know? Um, just to repeat, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 says, May the God of all comfort, my paraphrase, but may the God of all comfort, who has comforted you, now may you go comfort others in the same way that God's comforted you. So if they have that vision, that a part of why I'm going to do this is, okay, maybe even if it's someone that hasn't been through divorce, I've struggled with the loss of a loved one, or I've struggled with a job loss, or I have a heart to help others when they're going through painful times in their lives. That's enormous, I think. Um, but then, then it depends on the role too, by the way, I would say, Sharon, because if you're talking about a facilitator of the group and someone who ideally facilitators during the week reach out, hey, just checking in, how you doing? Can I pray with you? So someone who's willing to do that, it's not a have to, but it's certainly helpful, especially if someone missed a, missed a week. Just checking in, you know, we missed you. Um, but it might be someone who, um, depending on the size of their ministry, sometimes you have greeters, someone, someone's willing to smile and just say welcome. Um, sometimes if you're someone who provides childcare, your church provides childcare for this, someone who just is willing to, I'm thankful for this ministry and I'm willing to care for the, the kids. Um, so it just depends on the individual roles that you have in your divorce care ministry. Um, hospitality. Someone who's like, yeah, I love to bake <laughs> or love to put almond butter on celery or something, you know, just some sort of snack, you know, to help people. That could be a wonderful way to be a part of the ministry team, right? Or someone who loves promotion. Yeah, I love to make flyers and I love to go to businesses and um, online promotion is great. For me, just so you know, is if you ever get into it, the primary ways we've done all of the above, but I personally would say the number one way someone gets involved in divorce care is word of mouth invitation. Someone especially who's gone through it, this helped my life. You really need, I really recommend you check this out. By far, that's the number one. Number two, the divorce care website that they just searched help with divorce and then they learned about a group. And then number three, online, you know, Facebook, and, um, and not to say that it's one, two, three, but I'm just saying, you know, like, uh, so Facebook and, and um, sharing in that way, social media, and then also your promotion, the paper promotion, you know, laundry mats or whatever else is your flyers are up saying divorce care, that kind of thing, okay? It's a good question. Uh, I need to back up a little bit because what I love to do is just go around and say your name and... Um, what church you're a part of and in divorce care normally we would talk about there's confidentiality and there's different pieces um we're probably not going to be sharing as much personally but you're welcome to um but more so just what's your name what church you're a part of and um yeah maybe even where if your church is in a process of any kind of ministries like this maybe you'd be willing to share if your church does something like some sort of felt needs ministry, it might be community services, it might be Journey to Wholeness, that's an Adventist program for um, uh, alcohol, I think it's just for alcohol, um, those who are struggling with an alcohol addiction. So yeah, let's do that. So I'll give you an example. My name is Daryl Michael, I'm from the Boyne City Seventh-day Adventist Church, 
and um, the ministries that our church is doing currently are, and we all probably are doing Sabbath school and worship, by the way, so you don't have to name those, um, at least I hope. Um, but then we also would do community services, which includes really food is the primary focus for our community services building, um, people that need uh, food. And then um, divorce care is the next ministry that we just started in the fall with our church. I've led it for a decade, but kept doing it with a, I'm seven years Adventist myself, um, in the Seventh-day Adventist church, following Jesus for many decades, but I was a part of a non-denominational church before the Seventh-day Adventist church, and I led divorce care there, and then just kept leading it for a long time until prayed about asking my church to, to consider having it, and they said yes, and, and the timing was right too for me to transition out of and then I, the co-leader needed to pull back, and I, and I said, okay, then I think this could be a good time for me to also then. Gave them a heads up, by the way. Hey, I'm going to lead this spring, the entire course, but come next September. So I gave them time to find, if they wanted to, you know, find a new leader. So that's in short, Daryl Michael, Boyne City Seventh-day Adventist Church, community services and divorce care. And I'm talking about group ministries because there probably are also like distributing of glow tracks and one-on-one uh, -on -one Bible studies. Those are great too. But I'm just curious of any kind of like group specific ministries your church is doing. So go ahead if you're willing. And you can always say pass, just like divorce care. I'd rather not share because there's no force. You do not have to speak out loud. Go for it. My name is Cindy Moore and um, I am from the Shelby Seventh-day Adventist Church and we do not currently have any group ministries going on, you know, per se like this. I mean, we do vacation Bible school, and uh, so, and I'm mainly interested in this to see if I can help other people and see. Great. I wanted to see what it was all about. Great, Amen. Thank you so much. And um, one other thing I'll share, I, th I probably did share it already. Sorry if it's a duplicate, but Church Initiative is the name of the ministry. Divorce Care is one of its ministries. Divorce Care for Kids is another one, and Grief Share, so people who have lost a loved one. So that's, but there are things like, has anyone ever heard of Financial Peace University? So budgeting, there's other, Crown Ministries is a Christian. So there are lots of ways to help people in their felt needs. Um, that makes sense, just to try to find practical ways. I would say there are tools to connect with people, if you haven't at your Adventist church, it's awesome because now they're in your church building, right? And so it definitely helps for them to come to a worship service or a Sabbath school when they've already been in your building for something else. It just has. It's been really helpful. Um, not why we do it, but if I take that 10-year period of helping that, that non-denominational church, I think it's for sure between 15 and 20 people who are now a part of that church who weren't prior to being involved in divorce care. Now again, we don't do it for that reason, and, but what a, what, I mean we do, but that's not the primary reason. We want to walk with people right where they're at, but what a wonderful blessing that that can be is it's another way to grow their church family, right? To help them maybe come to know the Lord, right? If they don't already know the Lord, but then also um, potentially grow your church family in numbers. Okay, I'm coming closer to, go ahead Sharon. <laughs> I'm Sharon Isaac from Holland, State Church, and um, I just participated in the Dallas Church. I've done one 
several years ago. And so I want, it's just been a burden in my heart that I want to share. And also realize you don't have to just do a one-shot deal. That you could repeat this and as one grows, you can do it again. Um, so I want to initiate this. It's in the process of now draft proposal, personal ministries, church, you know, the new fiscal year board review and so on. So this week I'm doing the proposal. I thought I better get equipped. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank Our you, Sharon. Community ministry has been uh, feeding America food truck once a month. Um, that's highly there. And now they're doing garden ministry through mm -hmm. our school. But I'm not sure it's out to the community yet as much as a church project now. Okay. So the school garden is happening. <clears throat> oh, that's great. Thank you for sharing. Sharon, one thing she mentioned was divorce care. They do recommend you go through a couple times because you're in a different place. I did it when I was separated. I also did it when I was legally divorced. Just you're in a different spot. Sometimes if you're right in the middle of it, your emotions are all over the place and you, your memory, my memory was impacted. So I just remember, well, I don't remember. <laughs> right? So I remember more the second time. Well, and I have been blessed to lead yeah, many times. So probably all blurs together. Go ahead. Um, my name is Arnisha Murphy. I go to the Eastwood Church uh, out of Ohio. And our church never, I've never even heard of this, so that's what made me come in here when I uh, first saw um, part of the seminars for this week. Um, we do community service at our church, and I don't know, felt need. Our supper club probably would be the other one. Um, and I want to say that's it when you think of group outreach-related stuff that we probably have. Okay, thank you. Welcome. Ohio. We say Michiganders. What do you say for Ohio? Ohioans. Ohioans. Thank you. Ohioans are welcome here too. So I'm so glad you came here. We recruited another. Love it. Andrea Moody. I also go to the Columbus Eastwood Church, and it's Westerville, but it's we call it Columbus. Um, and same, the community service uh, group that we do is primarily for the homeless. Uh, they call, it's, it's like now the, it's like hit the streets. It was food fight. Yeah, they don't do food anymore. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just mainly homeless ministries. Homeless ministries, toiletries, stuff yeah. like that that they would need. So most of the group ministries, like we've tried to start other ones, and unless you have somebody that's going to run it, you can't present any ideas or things. So it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. So. I get that. Good point. It takes longevity for sure, too. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm Lewis Anderson. I'm a retired pastor, and I'm here because I want to learn how, how better to assist others who may be facing divorce or struggling, struggling with the idea of divorce. Amen. Thank you, Lewis. And are there any ministries, group ministries in your church currently? Not that I can think of offhand. Okay. That's okay. And so, <clears throat> thank you, first of all, each of you for sharing. Um, just a little bit about my own journey, and it's repeat for some of you, I think, but I just said I went through divorce care when I was separated, went through when I was divorced, was so grateful. I happened to be a part of a non-denominational non church at that time where they had a program for if your divorce is final, 
then you can come to it. But I'm like, I'm separated. Mine's not final. And so I just looked online and then learned of another church where then divorce care was being offered. And again, they follow those leadership principles of it's an ER. Anyone is welcome to come at any time. So I, when I joined, it was not session one. And, and I would echo that. I think it's really important. So, um, because I can only imagine if someone is like, oh, it's session three and I can't come. To, like, you're talking, we do it twice a year in the fall and then also in the spring. So let's just say it's, you know, that's a lot of months that are going to pass before they get the chance. And again, these materials are purpose-built so that you participate with a group. A church is doing the ministry and walking with you. So it's not just you go to the website, sign up, and I do it on my own. However of COVID, now you register online. The way our church does it is we have the option to allow you to buy the workbook and it gets sent to your home. So you do get access and you even do get access to the videos. Um, although I don't know exactly when you get access to those videos. It might not be until it gets closer to the start of the, of the course. I think that's the case, a couple of weeks before. So it still does say we want you to walk with others in a church to be able to process. So, but my own journey, though, um, was a lifeline. Like I, I literally was married nine years, um, and then my wife chose to separate and then divorce. And um, we had a one-year-old daughter, one and a half, I think at the time when the divorce was finalized, if I'm remembering. And so just devastating, um, the most difficult experience I've ever done. I remember there are times where I'm like, I don't know if I can get out of bed right now. You know, like I literally was just so broken. And from there to, you know, being able to go through divorce care when I was separated, like I said, when I was divorced and, and uh, the healing that can happen. And um, the vision I want to cast is um, kind of the road divorce care talks about it. You can choose bitterness or you can choose becoming better. Or you can choose bitterness or you can choose forgiveness. And so by following God's biblical principles, now 14 years later, again, I want to write, if, if these are new to you for the first time, um, a spouse who, even though she chose to divorce, was really still cold, treated me with a cold shoulder for seven years. Like really, and, and here's why. She believes that a mom is more important than a dad, so that that I went for equal parenting time was a very unpopular thing with her. And so that didn't help our working relationship for a really long time. Um, where the studies I did and my prayer to the Lord was, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. If it's two days out of 14, I'll do it. But I need to know it's from you and that it's the best thing for my daughter. And so what I, all the reading I did and what he was saying to me is, no, a mom and dad are equally important. So you can't. You could, human free will, but, quote, you can't run from this responsibility. Because, friends, my flesh said, it's her choice. Like, I want to start anew. But then, you know, like, that's what my flesh said. Not, okay, I'm going to have to interact with my former spouse. And um, so I'm just so thankful that the Holy Spirit did that and I didn't go somewhere else. Right? For the sake of my now 16-year-old daughter, the blessing it's been to be a part of every other week having her in my home. And so just un, you know, innumerable blessings has come from it. This ministry that I never would have known that I could have signed up for to help others. Like, that's how God's a redeemer. 
My personal opinion is God didn't do this to us. But what God's all about is I'm here for you to walk with you through the pain. Right? It was a human free choice. God didn't force her, force my former spouse to make this choice. That's my opinion. You may have your own opinion on that. But I believe this was free will. And, um, but God's not done with us in that story. So let me just tell you just a few wonderful things that God has done and can do when we trust him in forgiveness and how do you relate to your former spouse. In other words, versions of reconciliation. There's civility, there's potential even friendship, and then for some, they actually reconcile their marriage, even post-divorce. It happens, you know? And so just some wonderful things that happen in my own journey, why this is worth it to, to follow God's principles. And one of those would be, we lived in Grand Rapids. When she separated, she chose to move to Boyne City. So it's about two hours and a half, two hours and 45 minutes north. And so we commuted while our daughter was in the non-school-aged years every other week to exchange our daughter. And um, my prayer was, right now, she's very still cold toward me, and her dad was very cold toward me. Like, he resented. We were international missionaries, and I was a you know, youth pastor, and he resented that. He just felt like I was not providing for his daughter. Well, and frankly, financially, <laughs> it wasn't as lucrative as jobs can be. But for me, that wasn't, I have a greater purpose. Probably many of you are similar to that. But, so I'm like, Lord, you, for me to move north, to go to Boyne City, um, is, I'm going to be a thorn in their flesh, just being in the same town and that they see me and all that. And so I just prayed, somehow, Lord, I need your help. Like, change this. <laughs> And so, unreal how the Lord answered. Over time, it wasn't an immediate, but over time, she started to say, you need to move to Boyne City. And I was like, okay, um, that's good. She's open to it. Um, and then, at one of the exchanges, she, uh, my, uh, Eliana, her name's Jen, she couldn't bring Eliana. Eliana's our daughter's name. And it was her parents who brought Eliana to that exchange point in Cadillac. And um, he just approached me and um, apologized for how he had treated me. And I was weeping and apologized to how I responded and how I treated him over the years. And, you know, just not things I'm not proud of. When I felt rejected and we'd be visiting them, I would go and read a book in another room. I'm like, this doesn't feel good. And, but I didn't, you know, I, I kind of would withdraw. And so I apologized for hurtful things I would have done and said. And so there was this wonderful reconciliation before the move happened. So I just praise the Lord for that. And now my relationship with those, um, with, with her mom have always been um, Jen's mom. So Eliana's grandma, I've always had a good relationship, but with her dad, that was a major turning point. And so now every time I see them, there's hugs, there's so glad to see you. Um, I intentionally go and sit near them at Eliana's band concerts and functions just so that Eliana has one place to look up to. That didn't feel good in the beginning. Like I didn't go too close. I, I gave some sort of space. Um, but while the Lord made a way and some hearts changed and um, just so grateful. So I want to just praise the Lord for that. And even in my daughter, like here's another reason why it's so worth it. She's 16. She just wrote an essay. Kiwanis has this 
you literally choose a nonprofit organization, you write an essay about that nonprofit organization, and if you're chosen as the essay winner, then they give a donation to that nonprofit on behalf of you know, your, your uh, essay writer. And so she wrote about an organization called Child and Family Services who has some tools to walk with those who are um, the children, parents of divorced parents, uh, children of divorced parents. So praise the Lord that already she is using, saying, God, I'm willing to have you use this experience that it's been hard for her, right? Every week she's packing a suitcase, duffel bags to go from mom's house to dad's house, right? Like, and that's hard in some ways, but I want to say um, I'm so grateful. She'll always, why I did this too, is she'll always know that both parents wish we could have had her full time. But we wanted to respect and honor the other parent. That's my opinion of why I didn't go for full custody. Um, that I want to personally, for sure, but I want her always to know that both of us love her and that we both wish we could have her full time. But we wanted to treat the other person the way, again, this is my perspective on that. And so, so that's been so good. It's been so good to see that now play out 14 years later. It's what, the God, it's what God can do versus, I'll give you an example of someone who's been in divorce care, not saying their name, but just the concept. I can tell you someone who came to divorce care, so glad they did, 30 years after they were divorced, it was as though it happened yesterday. The hurt, the bitterness, the anger was still there as though it just happened. And so I hurt for them. I'm so grateful that even 30 years later, these tools helps them begin a healing road. So praise the Lord for that. So that's why it's all worth it. Thankful that you have a heart to um, consider this for your churches. But um, So anyway, so that's that's a little bit about the why behind me personally, why this is such a passion of mine and um, I'm grateful for you and, and your heart. So any questions about any of that or anything that's come up so far? Our Adventist church has this. It's not going away. Membership, you know, it's 50, at least 50% are, have gone through divorce, separation, single life. And um, I think we have to face it and provide this care, the emergency care, and it's continuous. It's not just a one-time deal. So um, more and more so than ever. You know, and then the children will deal with it afterwards. So good. Amen. I'm glad, and I agree with you on that. And even though they're not Adventist materials, they're, um, it's totally, you went through the whole course, Sharon. I've gone through it multiple times. Um, you wouldn't know because the concepts of state of the dead and Sabbath, whatever else, don't come up in the materials. Um, certainly Trinitarian, Jesus' is, you know, salvation by grace alone, all of that for sure. Um, having said that, for us as Adventists to be able to lead these courses, in conversation there's opportunities. And I would even say their tool called Grief Share, go for it. I know they talk about... They think that um, immortality is already now and that someone dies and goes to heaven. But for me, that's a tool and a window to say it may be the way that the video talked about or it may be, <laughs> you know, like wonderful window to now talk about another opportunity, another way to, to see what happens when we die. And so I want to share that. Um, so for me, they're way worth it. Um, 
for sure. The other thing I want to say, I said part of my daughter's story, that whole idea of bringing a backpack from one home to another, I know that can be hard. But let me tell you an advantage. This is where God's a redeemer. Um, she'll be one of the best college roommates she can be. Why? In her mom's house, she has a younger brother. She has dogs, cats, a stepdad, all of that, which is great. But it's different than dad's house, no pets. I'm, I've chosen to not seek to date anyone else. And so it's, it's dad. It's, <laughs> it's a different environment. So why I say that is <clears throat> not, not one's better than another. Nothing at all. They're both equally wonderful. But she's learned to adapt. She has learned to, how do I interact with different people in different scenarios? Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. <clears throat> that doesn't mean I want all marriages to end and let's prepare our kids and that's the best way to let them be college roommates. No, but here's a way that God can still redeem and use. You get my point, right? So that's something I'm, I'm thankful for. And um, yeah, and she may decide to be a teacher. Well, now she's going to be able to relate to, oh, your parents are going through a divorce. That's where God just uses these things we go through, I think, if we're willing to let him use them. Have you ever met anybody going through divorce care who, they might not have been divorced, but their parents were, and then they saw this and thought, as an adult, I never dealt with things mm-hmm. as, as they were little. You know what I mean? If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it really does. And I, we haven't pro- promoted it that way. <clears throat> um, so I haven't. It's always been someone who is separated or divorced, but... I've thought before, it, this would be really helpful for anyone to go through, how do I relate to my friends that are going through divorce? Or how do I, how do I heal from some of the things that happened? And to give answers, like you said, of, oh, wow, this is what my parents were. You know, like, um, so, especially if you think of things like, con- so many of those, as I'm pointing to the board here, so many of those topics are things that impact any person. Like, how do you... How do you deal with conflict in life? Well, that happens. Yeah. I mean, these are key, you know, Matthew 18, if you know what that passage is, if you offend me, I go to you first. If that doesn't work, I bring a couple others along. And if that doesn't work, then we go to the church leadership, right? So that's a concept that has, it's not just related to divorce or separation. Forgiveness, obviously that's profound. So, so yeah, I it hasn't been promoted that way, and um, but I, if someone had the right heart, I would say you're welcome. <laughs> Come and be involved. I've already done that with someone who, well, I've never been legally married, but I just had a breakup of a long-term relationship. Come on in. Like I'm not going to say, well, it wasn't a legal marriage, so no, you're not welcome. Like no, the principles are going to definitely. I mean, who doesn't at some point deal with some sort of grief and depression? Who doesn't deal with loneliness at times in their lives? And how can we learn to... Uh, these are the 13 yeah, so those are the 13 sessions for divorce care in, in purple on the board, which are deep hurt, road to recovery, anger, um, grief and depression is number four. Number five, loneliness, fears and anxiety, number six. Number seven is family and friends and how those relationships change when you're separated or divorced. Eight is financial and legal issues, really practical stuff when someone's going through it. Nine is conflict. Ten is forgiveness. Eleven 
uh, in the new divorce care materials is titled Your Former Spouse, but really that's talking about the different levels of reconciliation from civility to friendship or maybe even marriage reconciliation, full marriage restoration. Um, 12 is single living and 13 is brighter days, just kind of like where do you go from here and intentionality. So yeah, all of that, so much of that applies to life. But it is in the context of separation and divorce, no doubt about that. But I would say yes, I would love for someone to come personally. If they had a heart for that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My parents were divorced when I was four, and I don't even know. I mean, they didn't do anything for us kids. It was like, this is where you're going today, this is what you got to do, you know. And then my parents even lived in different states, so I would have to be in Ohio for my school year and then have to be in the Bronx in New York for my summer. So when I'm looking at some of this, I'm thinking I could have, it would have probably been nice as a, I know you said there was, um, Kids care. Divorce care for yeah. kids. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, when I think about that, I'm like, I've, and then my dad actually remarried and then divorced again. Yeah. So there, there was a whole other person that came mm-hmm. into the picture who I thought was like a mom that left, mm-hmm. the, you know, that. <laughs> so then I th- that's what made me think of that. Like, man, I'm, you know, almost 40 and I've never even mm-hmm. went through anything. Three, three divorces with parents. Okay. So our parents got divorced. I think I was around four or five at the same, you know, just like you. And their divorce was very hostile. Like, even like my mom will still, like, say something. I'm like, it's been, like, my 38 been, years. My mom never got remarried. And, she, yeah. yeah, there's times where she talks about my dad that I'm like, you're still, like, are you getting high blood like, pressure right now from that? <laughs> divorce for, like, almost 45 years now. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. 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 I appreciate you sharing those things. More reasons why even someone like that. Tell them about, so again, this might be new for some of you, at this website, even if someone never participates in a group, I would encourage you to tell everyone you know, sign up for a free daily email. It's at the bottom of the website. It says daily encouragement email. All you have to do is share your name and your email address. It happens once a day for a year, so a new email every day for a year, and then just stops automatically. Free. Totally free. So... Share that with as many people as you can, even those who are decades, it was decades ago. If they have an open heart, they'll get a couple paragraphs a day, a prayer, and a scripture. I mean, it's really, it's a brief email, but super helpful. And, and has some of the content scattered through it throughout the year from the videos, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, the divorce care, um, you guys are the first Adventist church to do it. Correct. Yes. Yeah. In Michigan, I believe. I believe so. I've never heard. I looked it up in Ohio. I won. You gave us a site yesterday and put in the zip code, and there were just all these other churches. Um, none, of course, Adventists. Okay. Um, but if I was trying to go on there to do one, I guess it would be with you guys from Ohio. You're doing it online, but I would still have the book be shipped to my house. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So literally. Um, the group is in person, just like this, and online simultaneously. So we have a webcam that, um, and, and we're always, it's on the screen, and we're always speaking into microphones so that you at home are hearing what everyone else is hearing. And so you register the same way. You would just have to know that zip code 49712. Um, the only thing I want to warn you with, though, is you can. 
knowing that I say, um, let's just say the question is, um, you know, what's what's something you heard in the video you'd like to share? I'll, I'll go with this this person, this person. Okay, you at home, Sally. Was there something that you you don't have to answer? So I I just facilitate it as though you're in the room. Yeah, exactly. But but know that um, I think it might have been last last hour that I shared this. Sorry if this is a repeat, but currently I'm able to say meets in person or meets online. I can't say both, and I'm asking divorce care to create a box that tells someone this is a hybrid or whatever word they want to come up with, so that it's in person and online at the same time. Like right. Well, um, yes. I mean, I, if someone would come to our group in person, they would learn that. But what I mean is, as there's, as I'm pointing people to 49712, if you go there right now, it's going to say meets in person. So I have to click that regardless. Yeah, you, you, would want to, you would want to sign up for it and know that even though it says meets in person, I think what I did, though, is I put in the description uh, that, we, that we're a hybrid, that we're at the... Yeah. Oh, you did all this. Oh, Holland. Yes. Yeah. So that's how I found out in the description. He said anyone can join virtual as well as any session. Start with anything. So I missed the first three, but the fourth session online every week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you yeah. can so you were blessed do. By. Thank you. That oh yeah. 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 And I will say, as an adult, children of mm -hmm. divorced parents. This would really help, actually, for yourself, because mm -hmm. I have a 40-year-old son and a 37-year-old son, too. And it's great, as a parent, to discuss it. And then they also tell me, well, Mom, you know, it wasn't easy for us either. Oh, so you're saying you were divorced and you had kids. Exactly. And they were that young, as we were saying? Yes. Oh, wow. Three okay. years, six years old. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay. So I would encourage you, as now, you know, from your church, you're kind of leaders now. You are the leaders of today. Mm -hmm. I would encourage you, you don't have to go through divorce mm -hmm. to, to go, start yeah. this uh, training, actually, because mm -hmm. you have it from the other perspective. Right. Yeah, that's so true. So be brave. Step out. Wait and see how you can do that. Amen. Okay. Amen. When, when is your next session, too? Uh, September 7. It begins. Yep, September 7. And it's a 6.30 p.m. until 8 o'clock p.m. time frame. And it actually goes to mid-December because the eve of Thanksgiving we don't meet. And then they create a surviving the holidays one-night video. So we have that October 26th. Preparing for the holidays. One day a week, or how? Long yeah, one day, a week. one day a week. And then, but the video. Remember, I'm sorry. The the workbook has your on your own stuff that you do between sessions during the week. Okay. So the, but the videos are one time a week. Yeah. He showed, yeah. No, I don't have one. He showed he showed the workbook yesterday. Yes. Yeah. So I glanced and I I, I think I stole a couple of scriptures that I was reading as like. Amen. <laughs> Yes, we we do too. Well, I, I have some. Yeah, for those of you that are here for that would just like to have one, twenty dollars for the workbook and then a little bit for shipping and handling, and we don't charge anything for the actual class itself. We want people to. It's a ministry that please come twenty if you can, and even if someone say we can't pay the twenty dollars, I probably out of my own pocket would be like, well, let me help you get it and then pay me back as you can throughout the, or maybe the church. 
Yeah, so somehow, anyway, but let me pray. Thank you so much. Let's pray so you can go get your kids. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. I'm just grateful for my friends here and for this opportunity that we've had to uh, dialogue and, and um, get the chance to just see what could be uh, a ministry happening in all of the churches represented in this room. So, Holy Spirit, may you lead, may you guide, may you bring healing to just my friends too who had parents who have been divorced. And I'm just excited for the healing journey that they're going to be able to continue and be on um, on their own. And so we give you the glory. God, thank you for, um, yeah, church initiative, divorce care, choosing wisely before you divorce these materials. Just a blessing that they've been to me personally, but also um, to others as well. So we give you the glory. Thank you, Lord. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. To listen to more of these presentations, you may visit the audio archives at misda.org slash audio 22 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcasts.